I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Warning, this podcast contains strong opinions, rants, words, and complete and utter honesty. But that's not going to stop you, is it? Hello, my love! Good morning, Monday, my lovely Monday. I love you dearly. Wow. Jesus. Gosh, Sorry, everyone. Uh, hello. Welcome uh, to Loose Lips, your weekly dose. It's lovely to be here. If you're brand new to the podcast or if you're a seasoned regular, welcome. I'm Anna Williamson. And I'm Louisa Zisman. Every single Monday, we are bringing you our opinions on big stories of the week. We certainly are. And of course, chatting about everything that's been getting your goat for this week. This week, find out what made Anna say this. Shit has changed and moved on. And what made Louisa say this. So you go and you can have cock-free, toddler-free aisles. How's your week been? Good. Yeah. Good weekend. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty nice. A bit family orientated. Just hanging out with the but small I know, child. Although, I don't really get up to much. Well, not much. Bit of a chill I like one. a chilled weekend. Yeah, a chill. Although I'm having slight issues with Yours the, the child. It's always an issue, babes. Usually with my bowels or bladder. Yeah. Um, but actually, pissing or shitting yourself. Well, actually, that, that from Monday to Monday, pebble dashing the toilet every day. She comes in and farting. We have got a few clips of her farting. We Imo, should please put them in. Should we do? A- <laughs> We should do like a Christmas montage. <laughs> See, no, she doesn't mind. I do mind. I she has no shame. I, I look. We all have. We all fart. Okay. I think we just need to be really honest about this, guys. Okay. What do you but, eat though? Do you know what you need? One of those tests, the food tests. allergy tests. Yeah. I think my. I think it's like undiagnosed IBS. Oh, you're so fucking dramatic. <laughs> it's not IBS. <laughs> You've just got a bit of wind for fuck's sake. IBS babes I'm, I'm, it's my, uh, I'm sticking with that I'm sticking with that but anyway the mantra of, of, of the pooing and the farting and the wing went to my son this weekend um, oh. he's, we're putting him we're, he's in pull ups oh yeah how's that going um, not very well um, I think he's too young I have to be honest I think he's too young yeah I've gone I think back. you should wait for the summer till he's three do you think? Yeah. I'm going to. And see, I've got this thing with Indigo at the minute when we were on holiday early this year she was basically potty trained and I should have just kept on it and I didn't and now she's completely back in nappies, but she's she's got something IBS or something. She's got the worst. Well, Indy's um, the same age as him. Nappies, yeah, four weeks. Old. Yeah, but she's a girl, and girls are always a little bit more forward Quick, than boys. Yeah. But um, 
so she's actually under a doctor now and they've put her on a dairy-free diet because oh. um, of her bad nappies and they're quite sort of stringy mucusy. So she's on oat milk um, and like dairy-free, but it's hard because with the other two, it's actually quite hard keeping dairy-free, but I've, I've ordered loads of dairy-free biscuits and stuff now. Oh, really? Um, well, yeah, but uh, so she's almost impo- impossible to potty train, but she's like, oh, mummy, I got tummy ache. Oh, and then she's like, change my nappy and there's nothing there. But then two minutes later, there'll just be an explosion. So I can't potty train no, her. You I think we should both do it you next summer. That. Why don't we do it together? I might stick yeah. them in your minute garden um, and let them, uh, run, let them run around. But we, I've had two incidents um, recently where, um, so he's in his little pull-up pants, and I call them big boy pants because he will not sit still for an actual nappy. So what was he in before? Just nappies. What, that you do up at the yeah, side? Yeah, normal nappies. Yeah, oh, see, both nappies. of mine are in the pull-ups. Oh, they, yeah, well, that's it. He's it's in so much now. easier. So much easier. Wiggler, wrigglers. But we had an estate agent come around our house. Oh, um, he shut on the floor. No, well, he, I, you know, I, he took, just at the moment that they turned up at the door to, um, I turned around and he was standing in the hallway and he pulled his trousers down and his pants down um, <laughs> and was sort of doing that boy willy dancing they do. Sort oh, of, my God, know, do they do that that young? Yeah, they really Is do. Is there any willy to dance with? Well, I, mean, I have to be honest. I really don't like little boys' willies. They just freak me out. <laughs> like I know that sounds really weird. Like obviously, I'm not meant to like little boys' willies. You can keep digging yourself <laughs> out of this one. <laughs> no, but I just, you know, it's just the girls. Just I guess it comes more natural to me. I've had three girls, but how do you deal with changing a nappy when it's a shit explosion and the willy? Do the they willy have gets balls? in the way? Yeah. Of course, well, it gets in every crevice, every oh. crevice. But then he was, in, then I was in Aldi. Yep, uh, as well the other day. And Apparently, he, they're doing a foot-long pig in blanket for Christmas. I'm telling you now, Aldi is yeah. my Imo's favorite. Like, oh my god, I just saw Imo's eyes Can, light up like I've never seen Imogen get so excited about did, something actually. as a foot-long pig she in was blanket. Like, Look, she was like, <laughs> that was almost like you just said you've got a diamond ring. She was like, shut up. I was up. like, Imo, you've just won the lottery. Oh, what the fuck? Can we just discuss? I need to get you how one great. Aldi is. I love my Aldi. I've I, never been oh, in an Aldi. Do you know what? No, I hate good. supermarkets. Yeah, but it's good. They do an equestrian range now. What, Aldi? Yeah. Do you know, I just bloody love my Aldi. But then he did the same thing. He stood up in the trolley and pulled his pants down at the checkout. Oh, my so God. So I think I need to address this somehow. No. And I, got, I, got, I used to strip off. I got, oh, I got mum shamed. Oh. No, I got mum oh, shamed. No. Yeah. I did a, <laughs> I got mum shamed. Yes. Because I was walking around in the supermarkets with him. And he and he I, had his willy out waving at people. Yeah. What did you expect? Well, and he, but he was lying on the floor. And I try and troubleshoot. Oh. And like, But you know what it's like? I think I don't want to make him. You like, have to pick What was he doing on the floor? tantrum well he would have had one so he was doing the, just being silly but over oh, okay, yeah, pulled his yeah. pants down and just lying on the floor so and he's you know lying like, on the floor with you, his tiny maggot willy out yes but oh I, I hate boy willy I know but then I thought well if I just walk off you know what it's like three seconds yeah. he'll get up and mummy yeah, mummy, mummy, mummy come back but if I make a scene and it's get him up goes, he'll then yeah, try and scream on. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. but this mum did this whole she stopped her, her trolley stop her and she stopped and oh she stood there wish I was there like I I, well, I, wish I, I so there. wish you were there because I'm rubbish and I'm so crap at comfort I over apologise like yeah which is God and I, and I we preached about it how do you know she was a mum uh I don't actually, but Probably I assumed wasn't. she was. She was of that age, and she had this face on of her. Of that age. Of that age. <laughs> just well, she just looked like a really sort of pissed off, been there, done it kind of older mum. Yeah. And she stood there with her trolley, and if it was me, I would have sort of smiled and encouraged that mother, knowing that she was dealing with a wayward toddler. Yeah, we've and I would have. We've there. all been there. Oh no, this woman did the whole. She tapped her foot. 
tapped her foot. She could have swerved around my child lying on the floor with his wheelie out. Carry on with your day, lady. Nothing to see here. Yeah, she stood there waiting and watching for me to struggle with him. I had a flipping French stick under one arm. (laughs) (laughs) I would have hit her with a French stick. (laughs) Move along, move along. Nothing to see here. Just a two-year-old with his wheelie out. Um, And I picked up Enzo under his arms and obviously... And And she actually walked past and she did the whole tutted and did the eye thing as she walked past and do you know what I shrunk inside and it's women like that that make mothers feel like crap Uh, do you know what I would have done I said please feel free to move around my child or um, you can take him (laughs) I did actually if you want and then if she was tutting I'd have been like did you just did you just tut me well I I would not if someone rolls their eyes at me or tuts at me you better be you know that I'm calling you out on this you better run you better fucking (laughs) run with that chopping trolley like the bloody Hussein Bolt because let me tell you Hussein Bolt is that his name <laughs> Usain Bolt oh, is it not called Hussein Usain it's the same name kind of the same pronunciation well she should be fucking running like a lightning bolt whoever she's running like that Mo Farah what's his name Mo Farage what's his name Mo Farah Farah Mo Farah Farah he she look, she just, just needs to look, run just never fucking tie at me or roll your eyes okay can you please come to Audi <laughs> next time Cause oh I'm, actually I want to go to Audi the candles are amazing look I, do you know what I would have said to that fucking bitch woman I would have said look love if you want to come and do your weekly shop where there's no kids with their dicks out on, on the floor <laughs> rolling around blocking your way go to fucking Waitrose do not come in my Audi. Don't come to Audi, okay? This because this is what happens. We're real people. Audi has the real people. It's an economically friendly supermarket. Everybody knows this. If you want to be posh and snotty with your eye rolling and your tutting, you can piss off to, to Waitrose. Waitrose. Exactly. And do you know what other shops... And shop? the women that shop in Waitrose have nannies. They don't need to take their kids there rolling with their cocks out on the floor, lady. <laughs> so you go and you can have... Co- Cock-free, toddler-free aisles. And you leave the Aldi to me. And also, Lou, yeah. on, a, on an end note about how fabulous Aldi is, I'd like to point out, if Aldi would like to sponsor Can you podcast, sponsor our podcast, Aldi? This would be lovely. <laughs> but also... We're looking for sponsors. In the same aisle, where else could you buy nappies, a smelly candle, steel toe cap boots, and a camping toilet? I mean, what is not to love? <laughs> I've got a camping toilet. <laughs> it's brilliant. What is not to love? Thank you, Aldi. Can we just go back quickly? Uh, I had an amazing email from a deodorant company. <gasps> Can we talk about this? So, because we're both quite sweaty. We're always sweating. And this lovely lady, Millie, she works for a deodorant company. She emailed my agent. She was like, hi, I work for this like, deodorant company and I'd really like to send uh, Louisa and Anna some of our deodorant because it stops you perspirating for up to three days. So I'm now waiting on my package <laughs> for us from the deodorant company and maybe it will solve our sweat problems because we get really sweaty because we get so passionate. I'm a bit sweaty now. Yeah. Thanks for the email. Yeah, thank you for offering up the. Um, and the, anyway, the I replied and was like, "Well, actually, we're looking for a sponsor of the podcast, so maybe this would be the best." We sponsor. think it would be brilliant if we got sponsored by a deodorant company or the nappy pad people, tenor lady. Or, yeah, don't plug them, Anna. Oh, sorry, no, we're trying to get them oh, to sorry, sponsor, sponsor us. us. Yeah, or um, <laughs> or or bog freshener. Just anything that's like. Really unglamorous, but proper mumsy. But that's just what we are. I mean, we piss ourselves. We sweat. We need some kind of... I yeah. have bowel problems. Maybe a modium. How about oh, a modium? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Oh my god! Right. Anyway, right. on to emails on for this to the week. podcast. Um, go, go. Do you want to do the first one? Yeah, go on then. Um, from lovely Rachel, she, she says, "Hello, lovely ladies. Hello. I just want to say I love your podcast and you both. Thanks, we. I listen every Monday whilst cleaning my house. Have you been hinged? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anna, I think you're fab. And your Breaking Mum and Dad podcast, great plug for Anna's other Thanks, podcast. darling. You should all have a listen. Thanks, babe. doesn't feature me, though. So it's not it does. This one. In, my, in the one, one the episode. episode. You can come on it again. Um, oh, but your Breaking Mum and Dad podcast, podcast helped me when I suffer with postnatal depression oh, and my now two-year-old and Lou you're so funny and I love your Instagram stories I'd love it if you could give me a happy birthday you're 30 and this turned 30 and it would make my day happy 30th Rachel I love you and I'm going to be serious for a second here and PND postnatal depression sucks ass yeah so we've both had it yeah Louise has had it too so do you know what thank you for it's loving no wonder we've podcast. had it because we're very up and down <laughs> We're very up and down. <laughs> I think I, I think I probably am undiagnosed bipolar sometimes. I, I think, think I haven't been diagnosed. I think I've got like undiagnosed anger management. I think you no, have actually anger not that. I think I'm slightly on the spectrum, of like autism or Asperger. You know, like a bit socially awkward. Well, I wish um, maybe I had you Tourette's. Get you wish you had Tourette's. Well, yeah, because then okay. I could swear at people. You just do anyway. I don't think you need. I really want a friend with Tourette's. Do you? Well, ever since I watched oh the gosh. movie, is it something about Mary? She goes on a date. What's the movie? And she goes on a date, and the guy. Let's just cut this out, right? Moving on. <laughs> um, right, you read the next one. But also, so well done, Rachel. You're amazing. Um, you're amazing, my darling, and well done for pushing on through, babes. Um, Okay, now Alexandra has emailed in as well. I just love the fact you wanted to move on from that. Um, dear Anna, Louisa and the Loose Lips Gang, that's you, Imogen! <laughs> Yay! See, Imo's, she's in, she's back. Um, I never, oh, I love, I love people like this. I never, ever write into these shows, but felt compelled to after listening to all of your shows in one go recently on my commute to and from work. Aww. That's one hell of a commute. Yeah, um, that is love. actually. See, you're not part of the... 50 hours a week thing we discussed it's last week. Lonely, yeah. uh, I love the chat, the topics and how you don't take yourselves too seriously. That is genuinely true. We, we really don't. We really don't. We're, we're not easily offended. We really aren't. We. I like to think we have our tongue firmly so I want to start a frigging hashtag, like hashtag not offended. Because we really aren't. Fingers up. We really aren't. People need to join our gang. Maybe I could just start like a cult and be the prime minister I mean, of well, the cult. There it is. There it is. There, there's, there it is for the week. <laughs> anyway. Uh, it's great to pause from life and literally lol, especially at Louise's rants. Telling you, I've got followers, babe. Babes, you have got followers and <laughs> everyone. I mean, I, do you know what? I was even saying earlier to, uh, to Imogen how I laugh at your rants, but I actually laugh at them even more when I listen back because I'm just like, oh my God, it's just so you. Um, now, Alexandra goes on to say, I have an ongoing family nightmare. I'd oh, like no. to share and get your advice, ladies. Of course, we yes, love this. Okay, here this. we go. Uh, my sister is getting married in December and earlier this year, she told that my husband wasn't welcome oh. to attend. Oh, shit. As he'd upset my mum on the phone last winter. I mean, this oh is a God. family that hold a grudge. It is, isn't it? I'm cutting a bit of a long story short, but essentially there has been some animosity between myself and my family because I moved to another country with my husband and two boys where we could afford to buy. Well, you've just been practical, County, babes. not country. Oh, county, sorry. Still in England, sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah. Well, it's even better then. That's what they were yeah. moaning about. So I'm now dreading the wedding and we don't think I can face it. No one wants to talk about how stupid I'm going to look if I do go, what? 
Oh, oh you are stupid. But equally, I feel bad that if I decide not to go, this could make relationships worse than they already are. And of course, I'm really happy for my sister getting married to her man. You sound really nice. I'm not sure what my sister wants to achieve, especially if she wants me to be a bridesmaid Oh, sister's too. taking the piss. Yeah, I actually feel physically sick oh just gosh. thinking about this and I can't see a way through it. My husband is hurt and quite rightly wouldn't want to go even if she changed her mind. Oh. I get it's her day and absolutely she wants decides what she wants. Okay, fair enough, yeah. But I was fuming to find out that she's also invited an ex-boyfriend what the who f- was bloody awful to her in the past. What, what the F? I've waffled on. Sorry, never apologise for waffling. Lou and I do it for a living. Um, but would really <laughs> appreciate some straight talking and advice here. Just putting this in this email has been a weight off my shoulders. Keep up the great show, ladies. <gasps> Alexandra, we love you. Right. Thank uh, you for here emailing we go. us. Go do you want to go first with no, your therapy head? Therapy head. Oh, um, let me tell you. Well, here we go. Yeah, I'll be my therapist. Go well, on. I... Uh, to be honest, I think it is a... Do you know what? Shall I just go? Yeah, I think you should. Right, do you know what I'd do, lovely Alexandra? Brace yourself, Alexandra. I would speak to your sister um, and say, you and your husband and your children come as a package. Mm-hmm. You are a family. You are part of her family. And your husband is part of this family. And I would say, you are not going unless your husband is invited. And I know that you said your husband won't go. You need to say to him, I recognise that you're hurt, and quite rightly, you don't want to go, and I understand that. However, you will go, Cinderella, Mm -hmm. and be at the ball. I think that um, I I wouldn't go. I would not go unless my my family, my husband and my children were welcome. I would not go. But then if, if your sister then does a 180 and says, okay, you can come, your husband can come, he then does need to go. Um, and it's just, I mean, do you know what? why are they mad? Because you moved to another county that you could afford. I mean, that is stupid. I mean, that sounds they like... They sound like the arseholes. Well, I think their priorities are a little skewed here. Uh, do you know what I think? And I am being a bit therapist, but I, it's what I truly think. I actually think what Louisa is saying is pretty spot on because I do think, particularly when you get married and you have kids, you do come as a family unit. However, yes, it is your sister's big day and obviously she is entitled to have who she wants at the wedding. But you are in a massively compromised position. You are the one that loses. It's lose lose it for is. you. Like and that and that it is really not is. what's fair. You lose whichever and it's way not you even turn. You, Alexandra, that's upset anyone. No, I think what well, I think I would try and do this. I think you need to have a chat with your sister and your mum, if that's appropriate too, face to face, like now, like way yeah. before the wedding. You need to talk this out. You need to say what your stance is on this. So there needs to be, even have a mediator, mediator mm. to even try and work this through. See, I would get the husband there as well. I would too. Is, yeah, I the would longer too. things go on for, the worse the, it gets. Yeah, the more magnified it gets as well. And it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And actually, I think you all need to get together. I mean, is is there maybe a birthday of one of your kids in between here that, that's a good excuse for family? gathering or I would actually make it really really transparent and say from you Alexander right you guys have all put me in this position you mofos this is not on this is not fair this is what I'm going to lose out on always on this sister okay cool it's your wedding but you know what you're offending me and my husband and my Mm. family let's all get in a room let's talk it out way in advance of the wedding so it doesn't then ruin your sister's big day and then I think try and go from there I think it's one step at a time but have that convo I have to say though like I, I do think that when you're married that's your immediate family yeah. unit and mm-hmm. you come as a package yep. and I wouldn't put uh, relations with with your husband at risk over this um, but I would say to your husband if he's then invited he does need to go I'd also sorry just tag on to that as well 
even throw out throw oh, the reverse psychology always say to your sister say to your mum that actually how that how bad that looks to your children so what they're going to the wedding without their dad that's, so, horrible. that's horrible I mean that isn't actually teaching your children I wouldn't go I would not values. go to that wedding with your children without your husband no I think you need to stand up firm but also be be honest and about how you feel about it and almost put the ball back in there. people court. are such fucking arseholes it's weddings Lou it always brings it's out the worst families though it's awful mind you my brother's wayward so I'm not one to talk right anyway if you want to get in touch with us please email us they're laughing at me because I said I love it pod at gmail.com we do love to hear from you so please please get in touch you are all legends Um, okay so um, what we wanted to talk about this week is something that has been knocking around in the news for a while Um, actually I was asked by Good Morning Britain to come on and talk about this oh really did you do it no I actually didn't do it but it's it's, too early it's it's an early start Um, I, I do like going on and having a row with Piers but um, it's all about the sexism route and uh, or the sexism chat. Is something sexist? Is it not? Is it the PC brigade going mad? Or, yeah. or is there something in it? Now, um, it was all um, really hooked on Kira Knightley. Um, she's been PRing new film, um, The Nutcracker and the Four Rams. Oh, but inter- uh, yeah. Do you want to go to that, by the way? No, not now she's said all this <laughs> shit. Side note. But anyway, she... But she's, uh, she played... Can we just set the scene for this? So she's been PRing this film. Mm. Um, she said in a, a few interviews that her daughter's banned from watching Disney um, mm. and uh, kids' movies, and particularly Disney. Mm-hmm. In The Nutcracker, I'm pretty sure she's playing the Sugar Plum Fairy. Oh. So already, before we even start discussing this, there's a whole sense of frigging irony. And, and it's stereotypes. screams of, you are a dumb fuck here. Well, it? it's just a bit stupid, isn't it? Oh, so she said, and I was heard clips of her saying this, she's not cool with the following Disney movies. Cinderella. It's not cool. She's actually English. It's not cool to wait for a rich guy to save you. Save yourself. Oh, please. She was on Ellen DeGeneres talking about this. Um, Sleeping Beauty... Um, I don't think she said about Stephen Butte actually that's like somebody else said that but she also then said Little Mermaid never give your voice up for a man and I heard the clip on Ellen DeGeneres and everyone was like yeah oh yeah let's burn up bras you're so right Disney has completely ruined everybody oh god are you serious people actually they fucking cheered and clapped on Ellen DeGeneres what is wrong with people oh it's so ridiculous but I mean it's it's fairy tales and and she she did go on to say that she she has a three year old girl by the way Um, she's cool with Moana because it's she's strong, saves the world, uh, friends with a guy, and it's also frozen. She's good because it's all about the sisterhood um, and inside out because it's how to deal with emotions. But you know what? So right, let's be sensible, people. Okay, really, just because. So are you saying? Well, she is actually saying this that, as you say, because something lovely and traditional um, and steeped in history, such as Cinderella. Okay, yeah, you know what? Shit has changed and moved on, and you know what? Isn't that amazing that it has? But this but is a cartoon. Do we have to rewrite everything? Everything that has gone it's before so us. So ridiculous. I mean, I, I've been bloody Cinderella about ten times in Panto. Oh, I'm so jealous. Oh, you can be Cinder's babes, but it is the most lovely, wonderful character to play. And as anybody that comes to see a pantomime, which is a traditional so thing, then walk away going, "That has completely um, ridiculed women and." and and womenhood. No, it bloody hasn't. It's a nice fairy tale. If you want to teach your women and your children and your daughters and your sons about um, about what is right and what is wrong and to empower them, which I will be doing with my son, I'm sure you do with Dixie, your daughter. But would you stop your eight-year-old daughter watching no. Cinderella in case I it mean, puts up the message? I mean, look, we've got every single piece of dress up. I dress up as 
Cinderella. You actually do. I have the adult clothes. And also the other one now that people are tagging onto is Sleeping Beauty because it's not cool for a man that you don't know to kiss you in your sleep without consent. It's a fucking cartoon. And firstly, in the story of Sleeping Beauty, he thought she died. So he has gone in, thought she died and was kissing her goodbye. And also... And that love's true, true love's kiss woke her up from her deep sleep. He wasn't being rapey. Well, this is the thing. How people then depict it. So yeah, of course, if it was EastEnders, for example, and it's in a dark, dirty alley and some woman is asleep and then some random goes up and kisses her, obviously that is not okay but then as you say when you put it in context and this is the whole point with this argument it's about context as you say it's a fairy tale it's a lovely lady that's fallen asleep and the actual and you follow the story there's a story with it Oh, do you know what? I get so tired of all of this. I'm and just people so say, over well, it. This is, there's another thing that's been going around, just to add to this. Um, and this is actually what Good Morning Britain were talking about. Um, was um, There's apparently an academic who has rewritten some... Uh, like bona fide, like proper, uh, has rewritten fairy tales because um, she you can't rewrite a fairy tale. Yeah, tale. because she doesn't think that they're empowering women. So, for example, oh, Cinderella, she's not um, in the end. Like she doesn't sweep floors for other people. She ends up like running the cleaning company or something like oh, that. Oh, stop it! It's oh. a cartoon, and it's just. Do you know what? The whole thing is just ridiculous. And you know what? I feel like saying to Kira, "Oh, you've obviously not done very well for yourself then, because you grew up watching Disney. Do you think you would have achieved?" more in life Kira by but not watching it. Disney there's a no. time and a place for getting these messages it's just across. ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous and then this whole Frozen the sisterhood what you forget in Frozen is that Anna has that guy who is like tricking her so he's the baddie mm-hmm. and I was listening to this other chat that was like well you know the women and all these things they're just always like the wicked stepmother or the vulnerable woman that's saved by the man it's the women that are always portrayed badly but Beauty and the Beast Gaston he's not portrayed very well he's mm-hmm. portrayed as like a bumbling alcoholic that's always at the pub you've got the horrible man um hands or whatever yeah. in in frozen yeah. with anna that, yeah. that tricks her and they're just all a bunch of twats and then off the back of this as well i saw this thing in australia and ad for oh, sofitel yeah. um which is obviously a worldwide chain we have them here um i actually quite like the advert it was of a, a couple sitting in matching bathrobes eating breakfast in bed um so what the man was reading the ft uh, the newspaper in the ad, and she was reading a Chanel coffee table book, and in front of them was breakfast, and the breakfast consisted of baked like croissants and things, and a fruit platter, and they'd put the croissants just in the picture. The croissants were on the left side and the fruit platter was on the right. The woman was on the right and the man was on the left. And everyone was like, not only is this sexist, because you've got the man reading the Financial Times, but, oh no, the... Yeah, the woman right. reading the coffee table book. The coffee table. The fruit is near the woman, which obviously, gosh, she can't eat the croissants or read the FT, can she? Like, that's just like it's so ridiculous. Can I just who actually cares enough to make people such care, a fuss? But also, but I they, looked at this. Why don't people like? What are they doing with their lives? But for someone to, uh, I saw the ad and it just didn't even resonate with me. But, I know. but the thing is, it's gone one step further. That so many people complained about this ad. They took it Sofitel. down. Then, and not just even took it down. Sofitel issued a statement saying that we are deeply regret along the lines of we are deeply sorry for it's offending ridiculous. everybody. Oh, I, I think I, I think my state would so, have been get life. I know it's so. It's like the whole fucking beach body ready things that you see. 
are you beach body ready? Like that, I did some work with Protein World and they put this ad on the tube of that really oh, attractive yes. girl. She was looking great. Are you beach body? Stick, they got they? so much mm. shit. And everyone's like, here's me being beach body ready. I'm going to put on a swimming costume and I'm going to go to the beach and I am beach body ready. With that voice. Yeah, and it's like, fuck off. I know, it is, the world's gone, I mean, but then again, I mean, I don't know, what do you think? Loose lips part I can't, I honestly feel like I can't go on sometimes. This world that we live in is giving me mental health issues. Oh, good, here she goes again. (laughs) Here she goes. But, I mean, maybe, maybe Lou and I've got it wrong. I mean, are you listening now and you're like, girls, you are wrong. If you are listening and you think we've got this wrong, please turn off and never listen again. (laughs) Please, do me a favour. I'm all over it. I'm all over it, as in I'm all over playing Cinderella. It's all good. Um, anyway, let's have a little break and we will be back. Hello, this is Matt and Ben and we are The Naked Professors. Welcome to our brand new podcast. We'll be stripping down the perceptions of mental health, opening up a difficult conversation in a light-hearted way, and we'll be bearing all with some very special guests. The Naked Professors podcast, coming soon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So, we are back. Hello! Um, this is something that's been bubbling in me for a few weeks. Cool. Um... I thought I'm going to talk about it now. So basically, um, throwing it back to September, uh, Cosmopolitan put a plus-size model called Tess Holiday um, on their cover. She's five foot three, so she's similar height to us. Three hundred pounds um, and a size twenty-two. She's got one point seven million Instagram followers. Wow. So she's got huge, huge follower following. Um, I mean, it was a great pick. I didn't see it. It was, she looked great. I mean, she. she I mean, it, it. It really did stand out, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm all for so, it." So, well, it was obviously a bit of a PR stunt for Cosmo, saying, "Love yourself, whatever size." Um, now, I have a little bit of an issue with this Go on. because um, basically, so she's been celebrated for essentially being obese, grossly obese. FYI, um, she's she's massive. I've just seen the picture Imo brought up. Oh my god, she's a and covered in tattoos. 
Wow, she doesn't even have any knees. But anyway, um, so basically, sorry, I kind of you shouldn't have, you should have showed me that before. Shocking. I think she look. I I do think she looks good. She do, I but, don't think but, she looks good. I have to be honest. Do not. Well, no, I, and I don't think that we should promote that. Well, I just don't think it should be promoted. Let me tell you what. Yeah, go I don't think it should be promoted as much as I don't think someone severely underweight should be promoted. Okay, okay. okay. I, I, that that's my opinion on it. Do not put size zero, size four. Um, on the cover of a magazine and don't put someone that's grossly obese on the cover of a magazine put normal uh, average size person on okay. could, healthy healthy within so a healthy you, BMI weight range so do you think that what so what this was doing then was actually glamorising people that actually I don't really think are dangerously even, overweight I don't think it even glam. I think it normalises being uh, grossly obese mm-hmm. and that's that's what it is it, she's extremely obese and then the next week, um, or actually not in the next week, probably about a month later. So recently at the minute, you, if you're listening to the radio, um, you hear these adverts. And if you're driving past a bus stop, you'll see these adverts by the NHS. Um, and they essentially say it starts with an O and it ends with a Y. It's the second biggest preventable cause of cancer. What is it? Obesity. Yeah. Yeah. So obesity. So you've got her on the cover of Cosmo being celebrated for essentially being fat. It's the only reason why she's on the cover of Cosmo. She's not particularly attractive. She's not stunning. She's not well, done anything, they're, they're saying uh, anything it's, amazing. It's, they're saying it's love yourself for whatever size. So I'm all about the self-esteem. But you're saying I, the problem is that you feel is it's it's giving out a mixed message saying... Yeah, and then we have... It's making it okay to NHS, be dangerously overweight. Yeah, and then we have an NHS campaign which mm. is saying the second biggest cause of cancer after smoking is being obese so it's confusing those messages completely conflicting it's completely conflicting um and you know i'm not i'm not anti-fat i know that i'm gonna get loads of shit i I, again i think if you're severely underweight it shouldn't be promoted we should just live in a world where a healthy body weight is encouraged and that is not a healthy body weight Mm. i think that if your bmi sits between what is it 19 to 24 or something um if your bmi sits within that weight range for models like if you're under that you shouldn't be you shouldn't be allowed and if you're over that it shouldn't because essentially it's it's not right to be extremely thin, and it's not right to be. It's it's dangerous. Well, I think where we in need, both yeah, sense of the I words. think it's it, it, for me what stands out about this. Uh, I mean, because I am I'm I, I love the message about you know about love being whatever size you are, and I do think that is really important. But I think it's not even about size. I think it's just loving how what you look like, your appearance, everyone being okay with that. But actually, I, also, I do get I, the confusion. I do think you know when you say oh it's about loving who you are. I I don't love every part of myself. I never have. I don't think. I ever will why are we so focused on making ourselves so perfect within our heads because the more you say oh you know you should love yourself you should love every part of yourself I really don't believe anyone that says they completely love themselves Mm. like there are so many issues with my body that I don't like my face that I don't like oh stop no I don't care I think it's normal but what don't you like about your face well my nose is very big my head is extremely small (laughs) it's not (laughs) I have love handles that I don't like you know I've had cosmetic surgery to change my body to make me happier about my body I don't think that's a big deal but uh, you know I 
it's either like really tiny models that is like so unrealistically thin you haven't eaten for about four million well, years su- or you've eaten for four million we- years and you're huge where are just the normal size 10 size 12 like you know yeah. well yeah and i think why is it one extreme to that well i think it's about the extremes isn't it and i think as you say for very underweight people there is such a backlash in the media quite rightly for not glamorizing or glorifying mm. not eating which as you say is is highly dangerous but then as you say perhaps that message has now become lost by I mean it was really celebrated that magazine cover and I actually applaud them for for what they did that magazine I just don't think it should have been celebrated but actually you have I think you have raised a really interesting point she is putting that that girl is so big Every single one of her vital organs are surrounded by fats. She's at risk of cancer. She's at risk of heart disease. She's at risk of diabetes. um, Diabetes. Diabetes. There's a new word. Diabetes. But it's it's not healthy. It's not healthy. Um, As much as when you don't eat and you're extremely thin, you're at risk of organ failure, um, brittle bones, like, uh, you know, deficiencies because you've got no nutrition in your body. Um, I just don't think either one should be celebrated. And then when you've got the NHS saying like, oh, you know, it throws up a whole Mm. other debate that I feel really strongly about that. Like my friend's little boy Stanley would have turned three um, a, a couple of weeks ago, mm. um, and actually he, it's today the twenty ninth is the um, anniversary of his death a mm. year ago. Um, a little Stanley died. He would have he would have been three um, two weeks ago, and. We were raising money to send him to America for treatment because that treatment's not available here in the NHS. And there's, it throws up a whole thing with me that, you know, when something's preventable and someone has self-inflicted this on themselves, when we're saying, don't smoke, it will give you cancer, yeah, don't you eat. might die, don't overeat, well, we are, it might give yeah, you cancer. There's, there's been so and then much, when an yeah. innocent baby... Mm has cancer through no fault of his own but cannot get the treatment that he needs because NHS funds are being taken up by essentially selfish people who are putting themselves at risk. He can't get the treatment. He's completely innocent in this and he can't get what he needs because someone else has made a choice to make unhealthy decisions. Like, where does that sit here? It doesn't sit well with me, I have to say. It really, really doesn't. And if that was my... You, you know, Stanley was as good as a nephew to me, mm. dying, and we're trying to raise money to send him to America to pay for his treatment, and yet someone that smoked themselves into oblivion or eaten themselves into oblivion that they've now got cancer when they've been continuously warned, and the NHS is spending millions and billions on this, and yet we can't treat a baby. We cannot give a baby a chance at life because these people are taking up funds. Uh-uh, not cool. It is, cool. it is an emotional one and I have to say when we initially started talking about this I was thinking oh I'm not sure how I feel about this but actually I think you do make a really really interesting point it is about making choices but not glamorising or making one either end of the spectrum okay because actually it is conflicting messages yeah. but, but what do you think let us know what you think about it looselipspod at gmail.com and little and love to little Stan yeah little, little Stanley. Stanley well you've just kind of ranted but you know what I think there's I think there's room in there for that one more makes me angry I know I, well it does it does I get um, so emotional because I've been through it with Stanley yeah, I know. well this is a thing and I think when things touch you emotionally you you, you, yeah. you, you obviously completely own that and, and embrace that and, and as you were entitled to as well as anyone is um, Lula Bells come on babes Lou's rant of the week 
If anyone didn't hate me for what I've just been talking about then, they're going to hate me now. I actually, I'm, I'm going to defend you on this because I don't, I don't think if you do get any people that are, are offended by what you were just talking about, I think that would be misplaced actually because you weren't fap shaming you weren't bashing or thin shaming or thin shaming you were just giving your opinion about conflicting messages yeah. and actually and I think you've you've raised a really interesting point okay so anyone that's going you're being horrible about Jess Heldy she please wasn't. email us though yeah please email her but she wasn't <laughs> I just think it's a really interesting point I liked the cover but I also think it's quite interesting what Lou raised in that anyway run to the week go for it right so a couple of weeks ago um breakfast tv this morning or one of those dr christian was on oh yeah and he was talking about uh babies and nutrition and how if you are breastfeeding you need to go to the shops immediately and buy your baby vitamin d drop oh my god guys she is going there with breastfeed bottle this is a trigger warning yeah so this comes back to my continuous argument, which I'm not a medical profession, but I have extensively read articles on this, actually. Um, and b- bottle feeding versus breastfeeding, okay? So everyone, oh, bottle feeding's the devil. Oh, my God, like formula. What are you giving them? Liquid poison? No, you're fucking not. Because you know what? If you bottle feed, ladies and gents, you do not have to give your baby extra supplements because that's how good formula is for your child. <gasps> da, da, da. A recent study as well from a doctor I saw um, was talking about the difference in formula and breast milk and saying that uh, there is no real difference. It's so, so minute and so marginal. So why are women continuously made to feel bad, made to feel guilty for feeding their children with a bottle and formula? It's so ridiculous. Do you know what? I get so many messages because I'm such an advocate of bottle feeding and formula. I get so many messages from women asking me, oh my God, I I can't breastfeed anymore. I, I can't do it. How... Uh, how did you face the, the the people and stopping and that these women are in bits yeah. because society and so all these judgy. breastfeeding mums are so fucking judgy. Mm. Like good for you if you can if you can breastfeed. It's free. That's great. It's warm all the time. That's great. But you know what? It's not that much better. And you'll go, oh my kid will never get a cold because they're breastfeed. That's a load of shit. Trust me, your kid's gonna get a cold. Like all kids are gonna get sick. All kids are gonna get cold. And I really really feel so strongly about people that bottle feed there's just this immense immense mum guilt about bottle feeding and giving your kid formula people are I think there is no topic more divisive than breastfeeding and bottle feeding I did both yeah I did both how long did you breastfeed for oh 10 days see I I really can't say you did both no no well no you're probably right you tried it babe I tried it you didn't like it no I did no that's the thing I stopped because I um, had to get medication medication for my post depression and, oh. and it wasn't compatible with the breast milk. So I had all this, and you, as you say, you go through all these emotions of I'm having to stop breastfeeding, blah, blah, blah. I, d- I didn't want to. However, yeah. when I put Enzo on a bottle at 10 days in... How good was um, he? Yeah, do you know what? I was. It worked really well for us, yeah. but yet I found myself um, in public or wherever I went 
almost over explaining and apologizing yeah, why ridiculous. my son was formula fed. And actually, I really enjoyed breastfeeding. I actually really did. did I know you, you hate it. Yeah, I actually I did. Like I actually did. I actually quite liked it. Um, I would definitely like to try it again. But I was equally completely fine and actually then really enjoyed the, the formula yeah. feeding because this was the thing. I had to. I was absolutely postnatally depressed and was Googling adoption for my child because I was Poor that much. I know, because I was that much in birth trauma and postnatal yeah. depression that formula feeding was the only way my son was going to stay alive. And also, this is the other thing so that it goes back guilt. to mental health yes. of mums. I genuinely believe that a mother's mental health is the number one thing. If you yes. are mentally able to look after your child, if you are in a good state of mental health, you will be the best mother you can be. Here, and here. let me tell you, if you are absolutely exhausted, you are up all night breastfeeding that baby because apparently breast is best, it's it's not good for your mental health. You're in pain, you're in bits, you've got mastitis. Great if you can do it and it's brilliant. And do you know what? In the initial stages, it is a push through and it does hurt and it isn't always plain sailing. But uh, it's just, it's not a bad thing, bottle feeding. And I think that, that Dr. Christian has highlighted this to the fact that if you're breastfeeding, you need to give your kid extra supplements. So bottle feeding isn't that bad. Drop the bloody mum gill. Don't make the breast crusaders make you feel bad. Brilliant if you want to breastfeed. But do you know what? If you see someone bottle feeding, you don't need to be fucking judgy about it with your liquid gold. It's a load of shit. The nutritional value of both bottle and breast, breast is best marginally. I mean, we're talking marginally. We're talking like frigging small percentage percentages here maybe like two percent i think i can live with my kid being two percent worse off than another kid and you know what they go to school are you ticking a box saying they were breastfed no you're bloody not you're not and if you're still breastfeeding when they're fourth in the car put your nipple through the bloody school fence you're fucking weird and i'm sorry <laughs> but you are through the school fence it's not normal and it's not right. Well, if if I see anyone putting their nipple through a school fence, I mean, <laughs> I might personally take issue. I'm telling you, people um, do that. I mean, what? I mean, mm. I, if you've put your nipple through a school fence, I want you to email him right now. If you're um, breastfeeding your four-year-old, please. I mean, well, exactly. I'm I'm going to stick my neck out on a line here and say we are probably going to have the most divisive comments and emails as, as a result of this I, the rant, thing is, which, you always, know I always, which get. always interests me because yeah, I, me don't, I don't get why people get so I don't, upset about it. you know it. what? I get upset about it, let me tell you, because Go I on. don't like the fact that bottle feeding mums are made to feel so guilty. Yeah, that's what I don't like. That's what upsets I me. I was made to feel. But guilty. why the fuck do the breastfeeding mums get upset? I mean, you're apparently doing the best thing since sliced bread. So shut the fuck up and get on with it. But you don't need to comment. On the bottle feeding mums. Because let me tell you, their kids are just as fine as yours. Mm, mm. You, they're not loved any less. The bond, you know, one of my friends once said to me, oh, you know, I just feel like my bond is so strong with my son. I was like, what? And mine with my daughter is apparently not as strong. Mm. Like, it's, you know what? It's, uh, actually, it's with ridiculous. Well, like, funnily enough, and maybe, maybe I'm a strange case, but my bond with my, with my son got stronger through bottle feeding him because it your mental health was, was in a good place exactly Thank because you. when I was breastfeeding him I felt so anxious and so um, uh, cocooned that yeah. I couldn't look after him that I was actually rejecting him so then when I put him on a bottle and I could then treat my mental health issues I actually bonded better with him look we know it's all unique it's all personal but you know what I think I it's don't a really care good point. if it's breast or bottle I actually don't care but what I do care about is the lies that we're fed by by breastfeeding people. Yeah, you know what? It is better. I'll put my hands up and say that. But it's marginally better. And women should be 
able to bottle feed freely. Without having to feel guilty and yeah. over-explain it like I did. Lou, good rant. Love it. Um, what do you think? Please do get in touch. Uh, please don't be horrible. Um, I don't care if you're horrible. Lou doesn't care. Um, looselipspod at gmail.com. Um, tweet or Insta post using the hashtag, hashtag looselipspod. Uh, Lulu's Insta is... And my throat is sore now. Oh, I know you've just yelled about Jesus. breastfeeding for um, ages. Uh, my Instagram is at Louise Lissman and Anna is at Life Coaching by Anna. Great name. <laughs> um, Every week we take the piss out of my Instagram handle. <sighs> I wish I had just across the platforms got Anna Williamson official, but I didn't when I joined Instagram. And now I'm very grateful to have a blue tick. Whatever does that mean? Uh, but now I've got a blue tick. As I found out, you can't change your name, <laughs> so I am stuck with it. So I'm um, sorry about that. Anyway, please subscribe. Uh, you'll get the podcast directly to your device every Monday as soon as it's released please rate five stars don't be a twat and give us any less um, and review the podcast please because it helps other people find us and share the podcast on your socials to also spread the word um, until then ne- until saying? next we'll just have a lovely week thank you for sure. listening we love you all loose lipses I'm um, so tired. You're tired, darling. It's my rant's taken you've, out of You've me. just, yeah, you've, you're tired. Go and have it's a lie fine. down. Go and have a gin. Go and have some mother's ruin. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.